1: and uh, some programming notes uh, for tonight. Uh, tonight is the 22nd of uh, February. Time flying fast. The month can be over. One more week. Uh, the PBS NewsHour uh, at 7 p.m. That goes from 7 to 8. The Niagara Movement from 8 to 9 examine the formation and impact of the first civil rights movement of the 20th century. Right? That's the 1900s. Right? So that's from 8 to 9. At 9 p.m., Independent Lens. Explore the journey of an African-American filmmaker on a campaign to end Black History Month. And then uh, from 10 to 11, All Creatures Great and Small and Masterpiece, James tries to get home for Christmas and Skedale House prepares for a new arrival, right? Skeldale House, I'm sorry. Skeldale House prepares for a new arrival. And then at uh, 11 to midnight, Secrets of Royal Travel, Explore the history of luxurious British royal train okay so we got the pbs news hour at seven niagara movement at eight independent lens at nine our creatures great and small a masterpiece at 10 secrets of royal travel at 11 of course you know at midnight we got an important company which normally is a 11 pm thing but time turned back but it turns forward uh in another 17 days okay so uh looking forward to that uh as well, I want to thank uh, Nicole Parsons for calling in, giving us some updates. So we have the 33 artists for the fine for the uh, arts part of uh, the Water Island uh, Contemporary Fine Arts Music Festival taking place this weekend uh, over there uh, on the rack. Joining me in the studio um, now uh, is uh, Ms. Latoya Petty, and she is the executive director of the St. Croix Animal Welfare Center, and they have a gala uh, this weekend.
2: Nope, next weekend. Next weekend. March 2nd.
1: March 2nd. Yeah. Uh, Good morning. How are you?
2: Good morning. I'm doing all right. Yeah,
1: yeah, a little closer to the microphone, so good. Okay, this is good. good. Yeah, there we go. All All right. So how you been?
2: I've been all right. Been enjoying the the cooler weather out here. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wake up and I'm like, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I can't go for a swim, but I can enjoy a nice cool walk.
1: Who is LaToya Petty?
2: Who is LaToya Petty? Well... I don't know. I'm a Saint Croix resident now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a, I have but a big we, but, history.
1: But we can we could hear your accent. Uh, it it don't sound a real Saint Croix.
2: Ah, uh, no. I'm from I'm from Denver, Colorado. Oh, really? Yeah, I grew up in Denver, Colorado, and my aunt and uncle retired to this island about thirty years ago. Oh,
1: that's what I'm talking about. Yeah,
2: and um, they. Uh,
1: what's what's life like? Mile high
2: What's life like mile high It's great It's cold Six months out of the year mm-hmm. So I hibernate like a bear
1: What's a six month window
2: It's it's uh, whew, I guess it, The first snow can ha- happen As early as Late September yeah. Early October yeah. And then it can I, We've had snows As late as You know June Wow Yeah May June
1: Yeah I so, remember I was in college uh, 1984 Way back when I was in New York mm-hmm. September There was a I had a Thursday night Or a Monday night Came in Denver Late September and it was snowing.
2: Yep. That that's how that's how Denver rolls. But we do have a lot of sunny days out there, mm-hmm. which is nice. But for me, you know, if it's not warm just constantly, I'm hibernating like a bear. Like I'm not I'm not a skier. I'm not gonna be out there enjoying the snow sports. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I like the warmer weather out
1: here on I have I it to Denver once. I've been there in twenty eighteen. I went there in May. It's beautiful.
2: Mm-hmm. It and that was is in the beautiful.
1: spring. Cherry Creek. Yeah. 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 Cherry Creek area.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. And um uh, yeah. And what, what freaked me out
2: mm-hmm.
1: was, yeah, because we don't radio, so I got to make sure I, I, I don't. I don't I, Just I don't, tell I, the truth. Yeah, no, that, that I don't use the wrong words. I get myself in trouble. But so I get in the airport, and I got to pick up a rental car, and it's like the straightest drive I have ever taken from an airport to the car rental place. I right. mean, just straight. Yes. It, it, it's like a mile, mile and a half. Yes. Just a straight. It, it, it's like a true ninety degree straight, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, and and it's a good ways away <laughs> from the airport. It is. Yeah.
2: It is. You know. I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably about two miles from the actual airport. Okay, too, right there. And um and yes, yeah, so that's our Denver International Airport. Um, it's 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 amazing. It's really an amazing airport. It's huge. They have so much traffic coming through that spot. Um, But it's so far out, too, because it's like at least a good 30-minute drive from the city itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then if you hit traffic, that can easily turn into an Mm -hmm. hour drive, hour and a half drive. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, um... So how long have you been here in the territory?
2: Ooh, so I've been going back and forth for about a year. Um, my uncle passed away last year, which is what brought me out here to check on my aunt.
1: Okay, condolences.
2: Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I was just coming back and forth, just helping her. Uh found out she really couldn't live alone, so I tried to take her back to Colorado with me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she didn't like the cold either. Right. So I said, well, I guess we can move back to St. Croix. So, you know, I bought their house and um, was transitioning on over. It took me about a year to get transitioned. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I came here, I have a a very rich history in nonprofit management, nonprofit, um, public health, public safety, mental health, well-being, things like that, uh, community development um so you went to school in colorado yeah i went to school in colorado boulder i, I went no <laughs> i wasn't well my parents kept me out of boulder because <laughs> they said i was too radical for boulder <laughs> so they tried to save my life
1: yeah, for, for those of you who don't know university of colorado the main campus is in boulder colorado. yeah yes yeah. it is
2: and then um so no i went to Colorado christian university which was a private christian school mm-hmm. um and then then, Yeah, for my undergrad. It was in Lakewood. And then I went to Regis University for my graduate work.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So family is how you're connected. That's, that's what it is. Down here. Okay.
2: I fell in love with it. You know how you kind of just get off the plane and you, you you take a step off the plane out here mm-hmm. at the airport. And no jet like,
1: bridge. You got, you got to walk down.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah walk. That's right. You got to walk down those stairs. I learned a trick. I always get to see it at the back at of the plane. At the back plane. of the plane? Yes. Because we open off, the back door. Yes, you you, yeah. get off, you get off real quick. Yeah. Um, and then I, I just felt like, man, I just love it here. You know, mm-hmm. I, I automatically felt a connection with the land, the territory, you know. And I said, maybe I can live out here.
1: That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, you're the executive director at the uh, Sinclair Animal Welfare Center. Yes, sir. Yes, Y'all relocated yeah. to the to the new location? No, uh, you
2: know, You because know, you it, know what it, happened it, with that, Clifton it, Hill, right? So, yeah. Clifton Hill uh, was taken out by a hurricane. Mm-hmm. And then, so... Um so we uh, started our temporary location down in Five Corners, but we've been there for like five years. Um, it's been a long transition. Uh, we bought Castle Coakley about a year, year and a half ago, and we have been working diligently to get over to Castle Coakley and get that area developed mm-hmm. uh, for us. But uh, we're waiting for some grant funding to come in and help us support us with that project. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can imagine, um, so development time, is not cheap. And the, the,
1: it, no, no. And, the, and break, it, the cost is very, very fluid.
2: Yes, the cost is a lot. Yeah. So, uh, so it's our goal to get over there to Castle Coakley. I can't give you a timeline right now because we're just waiting for those dollars. Mm-hmm. But once we get a okay, um, and we know what what our budget's looking at like, I'll be able to get you guys a timeline.
1: No, but before we get into that, mm-hmm. you said you, you got non profit history. Um, explain to the to the public um, the importance of non profits in general.
2: Oh my goodness. So, nonprofits do all the work that um, needs to be done by the community. You know, uh, nonprofits are community-ranked, community-owned. That's why we have a board of directors. We don't have shareholders. Okay? So, that means that. The monies that come in the nonprofits are coming into the nonprofits to do the actual work of the mission. So, depending on whatever the mission is, that's when a nonprofit comes in and they're saying, "We can meet this mission. We can provide this service for the community." Uh, usually, nonprofits are are funded by government entities, private foundations, and individuals, corporations, things like that. So, um, so that's how that's how you know wh- whoever you know whatever your connection is to the mission, um, that's how that happens. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> what else do you want to know about nonprofits? I can give you the whole nonprofit 101 course if you like. It. <laughs> no, I, no, I
1: just I, I, the reason why I ask is because, uh, you know, folks, uh, the government can't do everything.
2: No, right. The government can't do everything. So they so they are supposed to be providing enough funding uh, to support the work that needs to be done on the groundwork. Um, and that's when the nonprofits come in and they they do something called granting mm-hmm. or they do something called reimbursement contracts, which are very much different than from grants. Um, so, you know, if you can get into one of those, then you'll be in good shape to, um, to try to roll out your mission. But sometimes you know, the money's just not enough. Governments have limited uh, budgets and funding just like uh, we all do. You know, we all have to work off of a budget. Well, and that's when...
1: Or, or work within the confines of...
2: You can try your best, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah if the need is great, mm-hmm. um then then obviously the dollars need to be great as well.
1: Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. So, got Gila coming up next week.
2: Yeah, we're excited for the fur ball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> explain, explain that, if you will.
2: So the Furball is our annual big fundraiser gala. Um, It is a uh, chance for people to come out and really uh, dump their money and spend their dollars on helping support us with our programs. We're able to get a lot of the... the, um, the gala uh, price um, or cost of the gala really low because we are able to get a lot of um, in-kind donations and things like that to help us put this event on. So a lot of those dollars, I would probably say at least 90% of those dollars go actually back into the programs mm-hmm. that we're that we're rolling out. So it's huge. Um, we have a whole list of sponsors here, if you don't mind. I can go through it. Yeah. Um, Annalie Farms, Reliable Lent Rentals, Central Line Car Rentals, Shoops on the Boardwalk, Cruising Rum, Volky. Bulky um, International Aviation. That's actually where we will be uh, for this um, event. We're super mm-hmm. excited about that. Mutiny Island Vodka, Virgin Kayak Tours, uh, Tropical Tiki Tours, uh, D- Doug Sharock and his family, uh, Solar Techs, and the Market STX. So we're super excited and grateful for those sponsors that help us um, raise raise the dollars and put this event on. You
1: yeah, had the event last year what, at Buccaneer.
2: Yeah, it yeah. was at Buccaneer. Yeah, how did that go? Um, I think that we grew out of it. <laughs> so uh, so we grew out of that event. And from what I, what people told me, it was a good event. You know, some things uh, could have been polished up a little bit better and things like that. So we're absolutely um, polishing up this year. This is going to be a next level event for us. Uh, the space is going to fit um, the folks that we have coming. We're expecting 200 to 250 people. Uh, we're just about sold out. So um, well, there is space still for sponsors. If anybody wants to come with a big check, we're not going to tear you down because mm-hmm. right at this point in time, we're raising money for the programs. The events pay for.
1: How did the the event go with the with the international vets that came in here?
2: Oh, my gosh. It yeah. was amazing. It was like four days of amazing um, uh, community work that we did uh, with the Free Spay Neuter um, that we did. We we spay neutered 312 animals in four days. Wow! Um, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like we had people just lined up, ready to go. You know, bringing their animals in, asking us questions, able to provide the service. It was it was a well-oiled machine there.
1: How, how did the vets feel? Uh, what?
2: They yeah. felt great. The yeah. Buccaneer actually sponsored their um, their housing, mm-hmm. so they had you know some great um, housing. So they were actually able to enjoy the island, get some beach time. In uh, they felt really good about the work that they did and how the system that we had set up. They were really impressed with the turnout of and the And this community. was at
1: the proposed new site, yeah, right? This yeah, this was at
2: our, C- our Castle
1: Coakley site. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And they they come from. A- Excuse me. They come from all over the world. They
2: come from all over. So visiting Vets International, they uh, put out a call for vets to uh, get involved and come and do a project. They were on in, the other
1: side of the world. Yeah. In Jan- yeah, uh, uh,
2: yeah. I think they were in Cambodia. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they only choose two projects a year um, to do. And they chose us as one of their projects of wow. from, from a all the way around the world, so um, they will be coming out for the next three years. We signed a five-year contract. Oh, you now. locked them in? Yeah, we locked them in. honey. <laughs> we locked them
1: in. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Now, what about the the pet owners? Uh, how about them? After after the whole the process? Yeah. You,
2: you, so. you,
1: you could, was the was the was the joy palpable?
2: Yeah. I think it was. I think that a lot of people were able to take advantage of services that wouldn't necessarily have been able to afford it. Otherwise, you know, we obviously have a huge overpopulation problem. Yeah, that Becca spoke about that. Yeah, so there. we wanna we wanna do what we can to cut down on that and, and continue to um take away the barriers that a lot of people are facing, um, with uh with pet care you mm-hmm. know what i mean with with just managing their their relationships with their animals um it's hard it's expensive you know um to feed animals especially if you have a lot i don't know about you but i don't know hardly anybody on this animal that just has one or anybody on this island that just has one animal i feel <laughs> like everybody probably has like two dogs and five cats you know or more you know what well, i mean what we, What we'll,
1: we'll happen to know is um in our case um you don't have cats. Cats have you?
2: Yes, they just show up. They attach yep. themselves to you.
1: Yeah,
2: man. And I'm like, what do I do with this cat that keeps on yeah, right walking around yeah, my man. property right now? Do I start yeah, feeding it? Yeah, if man. I if I feed this cat, it's my cat forever. Yeah. I already know yeah, it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they they, <laughs> they pretty much the the the, 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 the tail is wagging yeah. <laughs> wagging the cat or the dog, whoever it is. You know, it, it's not like it used to be. So, but you know. If you got a heart, you can't really turn your back. (sighs) No, I know, I know. (laughs) But you gotta be. (laughs) But at the the same time, you gotta know that you know. If in fact (laughs) you're gonna have them are wrong, then you can't have them, you know, just dangling out there. Right, you You have
2: to take care of them, and that comes that responsibility. Uh, one of the things that we've noticed is that we have a lot of owner surrenders at the shelter um, because they just can't afford to feed the animals that mm-hmm. they have. So mm-hmm. they come and just drop off their animals to us and say, hey, we can't afford this. Wow. You know, the the, yeah. the the cost of food, we can't afford to feed ourselves, feed this animal, do vet care for the animal, mm-hmm. do um, do just regular medical care for ourselves. You know, it's, it's an expense. So that's why we have our low cost clinic. Um, it's, it's, it's affordable. Uh, people can come and get services at a very affordable rate. Um, if it's a really dire situation, we'd be willing to work with you on pricing um, the best way we can. And then also we're trying to open up a food pantry for, uh, for dog and cat food for people that need assistance, just getting them through to the next paycheck or whatnot to help them feed their animals so their animals aren't starving. So um, we're trying to really look at ways that we can address the barriers that are keeping, um, that, that help people, you know, uh, keep. We want people to keep their animals in their homes, you know. Um, the, the, the least amount of animals that come across our doorstep, the better at the end of the day.
1: No, that's, that's good. You that's know what good. I mean? No, um, the, the 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 legislature they have the ability uh, with the miscellaneous section of the budget to provide support for non-profit entities. Um, y- y'all gonna reach out to them at some point this year? And, Absolutely. And try to get... You know, they're going to be so they're going to be so sick and tired of hearing from me. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be knocking on their doors and their inbox, um, inviting them to (laughs) furball, whatever I can do um, in order to get our message out and to get more support. Because the reality is, is that there's just not enough government funding coming um, to the shelter. And especially and, and it's just not the shelter. There's not enough government funding in general. Uh, um, coming towards animal welfare on this island. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like it when our rescues are fighting with each other for dollars. We should not be fighting with each other for dollars. The need is so great um, that we should be able to meet this need and be uh, compensated to do this work uh, within the island because nobody
1: else is really doing it. That's what I'm talking about. We're talking I with LaToya Petty. Yeah, uh, She is the executive director at the St. Croix Animal Welfare Center. They got their... Uh, for a ball gala coming up next week at the, the Bulky Aviation Center.
2: That's right. From um, 6 to 9 p.m. To 9 on Grand
1: West Airport Road. March 2nd. <coughs> Saturday, March 2nd. Saturday, March 2nd. You got it. You got it. So uh, we'll take a break and uh, we'll come back uh, right after this. Thank you.
0: provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, a nonprofit community investment checking account, a 24-hour banking cash management platform, online banking and mobile apps for banking on the go. There are two locations to serve you, the Bank of St. Croix in Gallows Bay and Bank of St. Croix in Peters Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Need details about our nonprofit community investment checking account? Our service specialists are here to help. Bank of St. Croix, member FDIC. On
3: Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big it cowboy hat on. He looked like like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR.
0: Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. Right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Doom scrolling?
3: Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News.
0: Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.
1: We're back here and analyze this and we got Ms. Latoya Petty from the St. Croix Animal Welfare Center Executive Director joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah,
2: thank you for having me. And
1: thank you for being here. Now, um where were you in June of twenty twenty
2: three? Where was I in June of twenty twenty mm-hmm. pretty sure I was back in Denver.
1: So when the Nuggets won the championship, you were in the city. <laughs> I was in the city. <laughs> you didn't know where I was going when I asked that. You didn't know where I was going when I asked that question. You know,
2: I'm the only girl of a family of men. I was the first girl born in my family on my dad's side in, in oh, yeah?
1: 32 years.
2: Ooh. So, um, and and I sometimes they force me to sit down and watch the sports, mm. and you know I have it in my blood because mm-hmm. I love the sports, but mm-hmm. I don't follow it that often because. Because I'm so busy working all the time,
1: right? Right. But I was I was in New York. You were in New York. Yeah, I was. I was in New York. And how so. was that? How was that? Well, you know, I was rooting for Denver to win. The oh, that's good. <laughs> you know, I'm not a big Miami <laughs> Heat fan, so I, and and I, I like Jokic. You know what I'm saying? Yes, uh, yeah, yes, yes. We got we got the same initials. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> so so and, and I just like his game. He's A good player.
2: I, that was exciting. That
1: was yeah. A so game. so I was uh, heading back. Uh, that was a, the game was on a Monday night, and mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 clinch, the, the clinching game, the, the game five when they won the title. So, I was heading back to um, I was heading to the airport Wednesday morning, and I'm listening to ESPN radio, and uh, Mike, Mike Greenberg, mm-hmm. he was talking about because uh, he, he was working for ABC ESPN mm-hmm. covering the game. And he said, uh, him and Michael Wilbon, and he was just raving about Michael Wilbon because he said the car service. Uh, he said uh, y'all didn't wait for the parade to uh, to celebrate that night mm-hmm. in Denver. That Monday night in Denver was lit. That's mm-hmm. what the, that's the mm-hmm. term, right? Uh-huh. It was, right. So he was saying that um, the car service they couldn't get back to the hotel uh, because. All the streets were packed with...
2: All the streets.
1: <laughs> right? All the streets. So they literally had to walk. They, they got out the car, and they was walking from um, what used to be the Pepsi Center. That yes. was, uh, uh-huh. has a new name, right? Yeah, it does. It has a new name, right? We'll, we'll find a name.
2: Yes.
1: Uh, to the hotel that they were staying at. And unfortunately for Wilbon, he had surgery. Mm-hmm. So he was walking oh, with a no. with cast and all that stuff. Oh, my goodness. So he was just raving about how... Michael Wilbon sucked it up. Sucked it up. And was navigating uh-huh. and, and the crowd recognizing, of course, that these guys uh-huh. are popular. Uh-huh. So the crowd seeing them and stopping them and wanting to shake hands and all that stuff. And he was just talking about the euphoria because the Denver Nuggets had finally won a championship. Yes. haven't been Haven't yes. been uh, in the NBA. One of the ABA teams way before La Toya Petty. Yes. Right, right? ABA team came over with the merger. Uh-huh. Uh, In 76 Oh yeah And and then They hadn't even Made it to a uh, They had never made it To the finals Uh And not only did they Make it to the finals They won the whole Oh wow Kit and caboodle You know what I'm saying So that must have been That must have been nice did you get out uh, at any point? Did you no, do a parade or nothing? No
2: way. You know, I'm a native. Yeah. I was born and raised out there. I know <laughs> to stay away from those spots. <laughs> when when all the people are out, I like to stay home with my with my television and watch it on TV and and have my kitchen mm-hmm. and my drinks and just sit back but, and relax. But, but y'all, have
1: had some, y'all have had some success Yeah. Um, as it relates to sports. Actually, Denver is like one of, I think it's five or six cities that has a team in all four major sports.
2: Yeah, so you know our Avalanche do really good. Yeah, the, yeah, the y'all, hockey team. yeah.
1: Y'all won like a couple of yeah, like, yeah, like three or four, like three yeah, or four of them. Yeah.
2: And then, um, you know, the, the Broncos. You know yeah. what's going on with the Broncos. Yeah. You don't want to talk about Russell Wilson. Yeah, but,
1: but, yeah ever since y'all won uh, that Super Bowl in, in 2015, yeah. 16, y'all ain't done nothing no, since then. No, nothing. Yeah. But, you and know. And then the we're Rockies. Trying. The Rockies been to a World Series, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah so. the, the Rockies, they
2: show up. Yeah,
1: Good. yeah, yeah. So, so, so um, you know, Denver's, it's, it's, Denver's it's, nice. It's a popping yeah.
2: sports scene out mm-hmm. there. Yeah.
1: Now, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up. Uh oh. You know why you're going, right?
2: Nope. I
1: can't follow you at all, M- Mary Jane. Oh, ho, ho. yes, oh,
2: yeah. the four twenty. Our friend Mary Jane,
1: Colorado, I believe, yes. was one of the first, the if not first. if not the first. Yes, absolutely. To legalize marijuana. Yes, it was. And, and now, now uh, we actually had a large contingent of leadership that went out to mm-hmm. to Colorado last yeah, year. Yeah. Hopefully, learn. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, so 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 when I got there in 2018, it was already legalized. And yes. That 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 was you know, that was that was pretty cool. You know. Well, did you go on any of the
2: the tours? Did you go on a marijuana tour?
1: I didn't make a marijuana tour. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't a big proponent of legalizing marijuana. You know what I'm saying? Oh. No. So, only because.
2: <laughs>
1: the, I'm a I'm a lay person. Okay. Type of gay. Okay. And, and 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 I've always been partial to the guys who've been taking the risk over the years selling on the corner. Uh-huh. And my biggest fear uh-huh. here in the Virgin Islands is that the people with money mm-hmm. are going to come in yes. and muscle out the the brothers down on the That's corner. That's
2: the reality of it. Yeah, that I'm tell, a lot yeah, of yeah, that yeah, happened. Yeah, you know what I'm, I'm saying? About, but you know what happened?
1: So, so I tried to encourage them to get of a business... Mentality, right? But but these guys ain't paying no grocery, seats taxes, man. These guys oh, are hostless. you know what I'm no saying? Right. Yeah, so but, but and still, I gotta be sensitive to them, man. Right? But
2: still, there's something still about that. I call it the black market. Mm-hmm. There's something still happening there with that black market, you know. Is oh, uh, uh, that will always be there? It's always yeah. there, and and some, something you know, people just like that feel of you know, it might be legal. I might be able to go to the store and get it over here, and mm. you know, produce my ID and get it legally. But I got a friend right down here, and I know he got the good stuff. You know what I mean? So let me go talk to my friend over here that I know got the good stuff. You know, it's still, it's still there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. not, it's, it doesn't go away. And, yeah. and But you're right. We do need to work on, you know, just, just educating our community, yeah. getting them legal, getting them out there, getting, making them the forefront of, of, of this, you know, of the mm-hmm. movement.
1: Yeah, I had what I was on. I bring up this conversation like at least once, twice a year. You know, I had an experience with my dad. Um, it was just, we just, he was a doctor, mm-hmm. and we were uh, we were having a, a conversation. Him and my older brother he passed away mm-hmm. in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> my dad's biggest issue, then, and the reason why I remember this conversation vividly is because he would refer to a certain part of Saint Croix mm-hmm. as Westchester County.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Rich people, okay. right? Yes, right? Yes. And a certain part of uh of St. Croix as Manhattan, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. so so he he said <laughs> he said they keep going into Harlem.
2: Uh-huh. Right? To, yes. to
1: trouble a little bit that the, the young man living in Harlem, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't go to Yonkers, right? So he referred to he referred to that as Yankee's Harlem and uh, you know. <laughs> and at the time I'm early twenties. I really didn't grasp the depth of what he was saying. And now here I am, you know, approaching 60, and I'm now processing, better processing, you know, the realities of what he was talking about. You know, so and and that's that's global. In this case, national. It's global. Yeah, yeah, it's global, right? In our case, we're talking from a U.S. standpoint. You know, it's national, where you have folks who live and it impacts the Sin animal Welfare Center as well right Absolutely. you got folks who live in suburban areas mm-hmm. or affluent that's the term they use right mm-hmm. affluent areas mm-hmm. folks with money mm-hmm. um, who, can, who can afford certain things mm-hmm. and there are others who just can't afford it okay. but want you know what yeah. I'm saying and in many cases like want to support you know an animal you know a fall in love because yeah. let's face it yeah they're flesh and blood yeah human. You know, the human, uh, yesterday I went to a funeral and I was talking with uh, mm-hmm. um, Camille Macedon and his, and his son, Walter Macedon, and they're horse people. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, he, uh, Walter, we call him Sila. he was saying, he's saying, you know, Neville, um, I keep hearing people saying that uh dog, a dog is a man's best friend. But I've been around horses all my life. I believe it's a photo finish with both of them because animals get attached To human beings
2: absolutely
1: and vice versa and vice versa I'm saying Uh, so that's why there's there's a need for a high level of sensitivity
2: absolutely as
1: to to what we're dealing with and on multiple levels it's not just about okay I you know I um, I love this I love this animal I I gonna keep it you have to ask yourself a question can you afford
2: can you to provide
1: for this animal that you fall in love with
2: absolutely and then you know you're willing to do what it takes for the animals yeah and um, provide the care that it and you never know what you're going to get yourself into like um i don't you, i know you guys can't see but my little girl ZZ is in the office with me right now and she's my service dog and when i got this dog i had no idea that she was only going to be Uh, That she's going to be such a picky eater that all she wanted was chicken and steak every night for dinner. Uh Uh, (laughs) So I had to get in the habit of actually cooking for her. And she has her grain and sometimes she'll snack on that. But for the most part, I I can't give her a vegetable to save my life. Some dogs love vegetables. (laughs) She will pick it out of the chicken and Mm -hmm. and stroll it across the floor. (laughs) And she will be like, "Mom, I'm not eating that. I'm just going to pick out the chicken. And so, you know, you never know what personality you're going to get when you have an animal, Mm -hmm. right? Or you never know what their needs are, what their medical needs are going to be, and things like that. Correct. And it's definitely an investment, and you know, of self time and money. Um, so I, you know, I encourage people to do that. But you know what I found out? Um, I when I first started visiting this, I this this island, um, I would walk everywhere with easy because she's my service dog, and I would go places, and people would be like, "Oh, she's such a nice dog. She's such a nice dog." I like my dog too but I can't bring it out the house it's not well behaved it it doesn't know how to act right in public and this and that and the other and I heard that from so many people Mm -hmm. oh I love my dog but my dog is so bad you know and I said what is going on here and I said you know what Uh, it'll be cool if we can start doing training free training for people to come and take a free training course on just how to train your animal, because really it's about our behaviors as humans dictate how our animals behave, Correct. you know? So um, so just about two hours of having somebody show you, you know, this is how you train your dog, this is how you get your dog to be a little bit better behaved, can go a long way with yeah, your ma. relationship with your animal and, and what that looks like mm-hmm. um, in the long run. So uh, we're gonna start
1: doing free training. That's awesome. Yeah, one of my listeners says, uh, "Tattered Cover bookstore in Denver."
2: Tattered Cover Ta- bookstore. T- Tattered Cover bookstore. Yeah,
1: might be the best in the world.
2: Yeah, it's a
1: beautiful <laughs> bookstore. Really?
2: Yes. Tattered Cover. Yeah, and I think it's black owned as well now. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful
1: bookstore. Book Have mm. you ever been there? No,
2: no you haven't been there. It's- I only
1: spent. I got there on a. I got there on a Thursday. Uh huh. And then, of course, when you're on the western side of America, uh, you leave on a red eye. Uh-huh. So I took a, like a 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock flight to Miami. I got back to Miami Sunday morning. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I didn't get a chance to really get around. Yes. Then for, I drove around the Saturday afternoon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, before I, I headed head back to the, uh, to, the, to the airport. But uh, another friend of mine actually sent me a text message. He said they got the best TSA in America, <laughs> you know, so you said, at Denver International you, you Airport, you said Denver the TSA. Airport has the fastest <laughs> TSA. Been there four times. You know what? You
2: know what? Um, so, I I travel quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, I'm back and forth. I'm all over the world all the time. And um, one day, I I went to the airport, and the line was literally like almost wrapped outside around the building. It Denver Denver mm-hmm. to get to get. I mean, so it was a long line
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, to get through through TSA. Is it red it, or early morning? It's early morning, it's the early morning. And once you uh, once you start walking that line, you think that you're going to be steady, but you're not, you're always moving. Mm-hmm. And even with the line that long, you can get through it within yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they hey, are efficient, yeah. they are moving. Yeah, give Jason credit. Um, but you know me, card. I started doing clear and skipping that line and this, and this face, you know, I don't have time for all of this. I don't got 30 minutes yeah. on me anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. So <laughs> totally good. So. Um you excited about the um, gala?
2: I'm super excited. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on there. We still need the community support, though. Um, we, we want to do a wine wall where people, you know, can... People. So we're asking people to donate their wine, their extra bottles of wine they have laying around that they haven't touched because they know that they're not going to drink it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, donate their wine over to the animal welfare center. And we're to do a wine wall so people can come and just for $20 they can do a blind pick
0: mm-hmm. and
2: choose you know, a bag with wine in there. We've already had some bottles donated that are worth like 200 bucks, $300 uh, bottles of wine. Oh no, yeah, that's some, good. You know, we have some baseline $20, $30 bottles of wine, but either way, you know, it's a, it's a huge fundraiser. It's a lot of fun to just kind of, just kind of go for it and do mm. a blind pick. So we're still asking people to donate their wine to us, bring it on by the shelter. We'll take it and store it away for the, for the furball wine wall. Um,
0: we, we're like going to a- have
2: mama's Black sheep. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Mama's Black Sheep is going to be there. They're going to perform. DJ Chubby's going to be there. He's going to be okay. DJing so we can get the dance going on. Just six oh, to ten? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have Unami there. They're going to be our caterers, Unami. So we have, you know, some a really good, uh, really good, um, really good menu, a mm-hmm. uh, dessert menu as well. And we have a really amazing silent auction. No, you had a good
1: location. Yeah. The, the bulky people, Bill yeah. Bulky, he's, yeah. he's, he's a... He's a He's one of the nicest yes. human beings I've ever met. They're yeah. yes. I've met. Yes, I've met. Yeah, they—they are—they they are, the they are very hospitable. They are. Uh, they, you know, they're not just about making money. No, you they're know, not. They, 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 they are
2: really about community. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I want really to make sure I publicly that, state the that, right? That yes. they're Is yes. an asset to the Virgin Islands, yes. specifically Absolutely. here on Saint Croix, and I'm glad um, I'm, that I'm you so chose that location. So it was nice talking to you this morning, Miss Petty. Yeah, nice meeting you you know what I'm Thank saying you. and uh, good luck um, um, at the Sinclair Animal Welfare Center tell Becca I said you know I, I told he, hello. he said what's
2: up what's her, up my man little, her little kid is, is not feeling too well so she wasn't able to make it out okay. today no, but, no 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 you know we're gonna, we no, gonna figure
1: it out it happens yeah. you know what I'm saying so yeah. we're we go good and, and have fun at the, at the gala I will
2: are you, you know gonna be saying? there are you gonna be there sir
1: <coughs> no comment Maybe I I
2: need I need to see your face. I need to see your face at the game, so you can watch me watch us do our magic thing. Maybe
1: maybe that. Oh, we'll
2: have a private conversation
1: about this. Oh yeah. Put some pressure on you. Uh, so we had a good conversation with Miss Denver. She's no Miss Incroy. That's right, I'm now Miss Incrow. I am now and, uh, and her companion. You know what I'm yes. saying? Uh, he well behaved.
2: Yeah, ZZ. Yes. She's she's over here sleeping. She's
1: just chilling. You In here, and you, you can fall asleep in there. It. It's a nice setting. Yeah, it's, it's nice. nice. It's it's thank you very beautiful. much thank you. Uh, for making some time to come join us this morning. And uh, uh, good luck. Thank you. All the way around. Thank okay? you,
2: St. Croix. See you guys at the fur ball. You
1: got it. That's Amla Latoya Petty. Originally out of the Mile High City, but she's one of we know here uh, in the Virgin Islands. We'll be back right after this.
3: The Forum and Antilles School presents the VI Contemporary Fine Art and Water Island Music Festival. Three nights of excitement at Antilles School St. Thomas. Thursday's VIP Art Opening, 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday, Music and Art, 6 p.m. Music starts at 8. Music by Julian Gargiulio and Friends. Art curated by Amy Gibbs and Lucien Downs. Performance supported by the National Endowment for the Arts. For more information, www.theforumusvi.org. Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, but it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe.
0: Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.
3: mornings, we're here for you with Weekend Edition. Two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition,
0: Saturday mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.
3: There are many complex issues that arise in our territory.
0: Comes with the Territory with Leslie commission
3: Join me, Leslie Comision, for a breakdown of political issues facing our territory, one conversation at a time. I'm here to be the voice you can rely on for information that is straightforward and comprehensive. Tune in to be a part of the discussion. It all comes with the Territory.
0: Comes with the Territory airs Sundays at 1 p.m. and re-airs at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12.
1: back here uh, and uh, analyze this and uh, I want to thank uh, Miss Latoya Petty uh, for uh, uh, joining us on the St. Croix Animal uh, Welfare Center All right they got a gala coming up uh, next week down there at the bulky right. um aviation center okay next Saturday March uh, the second I got a couple of things I wanted to touch on uh here um that I saw uh on the uh St. Croix uh source, right? No, unfortunately uh, uh, we were talking about uh <coughs> cannabis, right? Mary Jane, right? If you know if you know um Peter Tash, right? When, when he when he when he bring out the song back in the daily z right? Uh uh had all the nicknames, right? He says some of them call it tampi, some call it weed, some call it marijuana, some call it ganja, right? And, and so I heard yesterday I was talking to somebody and and, and they, they were saying that um that the director of the Virginellas Office of Cannabis Regulation was stepping down, and it is true. You know there was a, a story here. And they said uh, Hannah Cardi plans to step down as director of the Virgin Islands Office of Cannabis Regulation in early March, she said Wednesday, citing personal reasons and unspecified uh, family needs. Hannah right. Cardi informed the Cannabis Advisory Board in late autumn of her des- desire to leave the office, she said, but wanted to stay on until several key projects were completed, including the, regulator, the regulator's registry system and the auto expungement report. That gives people convicted of cannabis possession a path to a clean record, right? So because they require a substantial amount of prior knowledge to complete, it wouldn't have been fair to the next person to leave that workload for them, she said. I just know that I need to take a step off right now so I can concentrate on what's best for my family. The office's first and only director, Cardi stated <coughs> in September 2021. She'd been essentially an office of one since then, building the regulator's website from scratch and helping draft early versions of rules and regulations around legal cannabis use in the territory. Despite the one man, the one woman show, nature of the gig, of the job, Cardi was adamant in a phone interview that the work, painstaking as it may be, was much bigger than any one person. And it's a the article goes on, it's very, very comprehensive and all that stuff. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. You know <clears throat> the proponents for um legalizing marijuana. I ain't into this cannabis thing. Right? I gonna I speak in a very in, in common vernacular. Right? Marijuana. Right? I'm past whether we should, you know, go all in or whatever, Okay, that's not an issue with me anymore, right? I'd be naive, and I've said this all along, to think that uh, marijuana uh, isn't prevalent here in the Virgin Islands. But what I want for all of the proponents of, of this full... Sledge, you know, desire and commitment with respect to marijuana is this. This thing ain't no joke, you know. You got folks who the only thing they care about as it relates to marijuana is how they can make money. They don't seem to understand... How comprehensive the, the preparation, the structuring, and everything that goes into place for this to be as seamless as possible, <clears throat> right? I have been out in the elements, right? Me and drugs don't get along. <laughs> Everybody know me, Right? <laughs> Me, 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 and gamble. Right, my I remember the very first time I smoked marijuana. I was probably 14 years old. Right, Tong In Shabbat. There used to be the youth commission. Youth Commission used to be in what was the Christian State Penitentiary. For those of you who don't know, <coughs> the jail and St. Croix was literally <laughs> in and amongst residential neighborhood, right? The projects, until it moved to Golden Grove out in the haveland, land, out in the farmland in the 70s. I'm telling you, right? The, the, the name of it was Richmond Penitentiary, right? They transformed it. <clears throat> right, we had one of the most successful programs in the history of the Virgin Islands for young people called the Virgin Islands Commission on Youth. Had a man named Darwin King, who was critical with that. That was a Cyril E. King, Governor King Louis administration creation. And you hear me, right? Labeled as a Democrat, stance Democrat all my life. Giving props. Irrespective of political affiliation. This was a great creation by the King Louis administration. ICMS. Laurie Peterson. Uh all these people who were walking looking out for us. And they they, they re furbished, I guess is the right term, or there's a, there's a term that they're using. They're going to come to me, right? Retrofit, I think is the best term. A part of the fort. And they had everything down there for young people, right? And, of course, you know, if you're there on Shabbat and they tell you a man around there who are selling weed, so, you know what I mean? And when you're young and you, you want to act like you're big, right? So, you know, I got exposed to it then. By the time I got to 16, 17... Nah, that ain't for me. Maybe my head a little too hard, right? Yeah, I ain't into caffeine. Yeah, check right? I used a Coca-Cola drinker. <laughs> check that, that, that's my drug. You know what I mean? But I've been hearing all these people, right, who are proponents of legalizing this thing. And look, I ain't going to be naive, man. We've been here for donkeys. You know, if in fact there's a market for it, You know, and those who live here and have resided here over the years and are of the means and can make their money, I ain't got a problem with that. It's the predators. It's those who don't live here, but just waiting for us to legalize it so they could fly in and claim to have the Virgin Islands' best interests at heart. Right, and I got this, and I got that, and all of of this. No, man, I'm like, are you you the problem, man? I don't mean well for us. You mean well for your pocket, And I'm being very candid, I know about that. Because we had hearings. In the legislature. You had... one man who came here and because he had a problem with a senator who was not in support of it was threatening the senator and all that stuff. I don't know what 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 what, what, what some sometimes senators are be dealing with, or know. He came here. I think he's from Arizona. And because he had a problem with a certain senator, line a question and all that stuff, yeah, threatening man, threatening the wrong person, okay. that senator nice with his hands. Go check. But all I really want to say, right, on my little soapbox this morning, right, is that if we're going to do this thing, let's do it right. I remember when it first came up, I went to a restaurant, um, Spicy Grill, I believe the name of the restaurant is, diagonally across from the, the agriculture fairgrounds. I remember talking to one of my constituents, and her biggest fear was her son. And look, she was very kind of She said, I hope you ain't following this boss. No, that boss. Me, okay, I don't care. name. With that or no? Right, I worry about my son. Right? No, that may be an extreme situation there where, you know, they were just, you know, in full protective mode, which is what, you know, a mama, a mama bear does. You know what I'm saying? But all I asking of everybody involved, right? Okay, let's let's not fool ourselves. Marijuana is is here, been here, gonna be here. And if we're gonna get into the regulatory business, right? It's going to be an economic mini engine if not full engine. Right? Let we do it right, man. That's all I gotta say. I ain't going to be hypocritical here, right? Because I've stated my position like I was talking to Miss Petty because she's from the state of Colorado, right? I could even tell her a, you know, a story, right? When my brother, Dr. James, used to work at the Doc James Race Track, Doc James Race Track, you know, we weren't big on the, on the renaming of it, you know, um, because he was a doctor, right? But, you know, he's a horseman too, you know. And everybody knows that that was his thing, right, in every aspect of it. So, you know, when Governor Farley and... Uh, Uh, in 92, and uh, the legislature uh, approved it right after his death, so be it, right? In the end, we turned out to appreciate it because it was a very popular location. Whenever I had concerts, right? Um, Black James Racetrack was looked at as one of the prime locations for hosting a concert. So in that regard, you're hearing your name on the radio every other week, right? (laughs) It turned out to be a good thing. Anyway. Um, there was a lady, she was a promoter, her name was Mary, right? And um, Ziggy Marley was here. I'm going to tell you how, let's just show you how small this world is. You know? Ziggy Marley was here, right? And his promoter was a, a guy, a dude named Sky, right? And my brother was telling me a story about how Sky and how he was speaking. And he said, Mary, Mary, Ziggy Marley is an exceptional artist, not except." Channel on exceptional, and that's telling me the story and all that stuff. Right there, about doing guy This is early nineties. I was at Gulfstream Park in nineteen ninety one. No, excuse me, in two thousand one, hanging out there, and I befriended a guy at the racetrack. The guy heard my accent, and he said, "Where you from, Guyana?" I said, "No, I'm from the Virgin Islands." He said, "Yeah, he said, I do." I, I, I do some shows down there, and I do promotion. He said, yeah. I said, what's your name? He said, Sky. I said, Sky? My brother tell me about that dude named Sky who promotes Ziggy, Ziggy Bali. He said, that's me. So I met this guy in 2001. We became friends from then, right, at Gulfstream Park. Do you know that I went to a conference in 2012 out in California? out in La Quinta, right? I had a midnight flight, a midnight Sunday night flight back to Miami from LAX. So I went to Hollywood Park that afternoon. After the conference done, that afternoon I went to Hollywood Park. Guess who I see at Hollywood Park? Sky. So I said, Sky, what are you doing in California? He said, I came here. I live in Santa Barbara now. And I came here because weed was legalized in California. I don't know if it was a medicinal thing at that point. But it was then when I realized, oh, this thing really? If people are going to be relocating and moving just for access. And he was very straightforward. and and Look, we treat each other like family, right? So I know, right, how serious this thing is as it relates to people changing where they live, relocating just because that's their thing, right? This thing is real, you know, and it's because of this realness why I'm taking this time now to let I you know, right? Because, you know, we had the announcement yesterday um, that the, the, the director is going to leave. Do not play around with this cannabis, this marijuana thing. This is serious business. Don't allow predators to come in here and claim they're going to, fix all our problem, and they know everything. We got more than enough people here locally as it relates to promulgating rules and regs and all that stuff and putting the, rec- the requisite structure in place. If, in fact, we go in this route, and we don't go half, half in, half out. It's an all-in, all-in thing. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, it's an all-in thing, right? And uh, one of the, the issues, the final thing I want to say about it is they're transporting it between... St. Croix and St. Thomas. Because let's face it, St. Croix is where they land right? Um, and that's federal waters. I believe that an exception was made um, to address that up in Alaska with the Aleutian Islands. And I believe there's already language there. So, you know, look at the templates um, um, from other jurisdictions. See how we can work with us. If I can go with this thing, make sure you do it right. Protect the people, them. protect the state. Right? The territory. And, you know, we... It uh, could walk. But don't cut corners trying to do that. Don't take shorts. Whatever you do. Okay? So, on that note, I want to thank you for listening. To analyze this today. It's a beautiful day in paradise. We got some bush tea tomorrow. And also, um Bria James going to be joining us tomorrow as well. Okay? So, be good. Uh, be safe. Uh, thanks to everybody who contributed this morning. And we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.
3: With so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News.
0: Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.